Columbia Arts Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington, D.C. And this is the Neighborish Livecast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible. Super. And with me, as always, is D.C.'s native son. Hey. The SC3 representative. Yeah. And the manager of Nubian Human. Hey. Uh, Jake Tom. Hey. What's up, brother? Good morning. <laughs> Man, we missed a week, so it's, it's good to be back in it the is. place. It but, is. It uh, is. Uh, we had, uh, you know, we had to miss a week because of the uh, school situation. Well, we didn't have to. I could have came in here with well, nah, but I appreciate kids, tablets, and computers on the right, online nah, nah, classes. But I we could have made it happen, baby. Like I was saying, I appreciate you and you know all the fathers that take time, all the parents that take time to make sure that their kids Put the transition mask on, to my uh, brother. Put the mask She said, "Pull the mask up, Jay." What is the what is the problem with people? Hey, can you do me a favor and move them boxes in that uh, storage protector for me because they in the shot and they don't. Oh, in your shot. Yeah, because I don't have my. I typically have a tripod here, but I had to. Yeah, but I left it so in honor of you. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, but yeah. So um. Speak your name. It's okay. No, no, no. He's cool. He'll be all right. He doesn't mind. He might mind a little bit, but um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he, are you leaving? Are you? Oh, I thought you were With the whole show and everything. Yeah, so I guess it's just me and you today, okay. which is fine with me. Uh, I do want to send a, a, a shout out and uh, speak about our resident feminine energy, uh, Miss Fruit Patrice Jones. She will be back with us next week. I've talked to her, um, and she's um, valiantly working on uh, coming back to us as you know she had some medical issues that she's dealing with that are not COVID related but um but yeah she's uh, in recovery and uh yeah she will be back with us next week so we will be glad to have her back because we need feminine energy that's why i'm glad that you're here because when we don't have that we just uh, punch each other uh for an hour we just wrestle and that's how the show dirty, goes yeah 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 we just do fart and spit yeah uh not not in the sto- store here anika yeah. don't worry but uh <laughs> anika hobbs is also here the owner of uh nubian human we'll see if we can get her to come over and talk to us a little bit she hasn't looked up at me yet so i don't think that's a good uh, <laughs> it's a good chance. I am in love with but, uh, but it's a great place. And I, I think we have a really good show for you today because sitting directly to my right is a, is a very good friend of mine. Um, are you leading away? She's a, huh? What's more? Are you leading away? No, well, I'm leading into the microphone because uh-huh. I don't want to have to turn the mics up very, very loud. But, um, you know, I can bring it a little closer so that I can lean, lean close to you. Or I can use yours. Hi, how are you? Yeah. How's it going? We can share. Like a uh, like a duet, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, she's uh. Now you threw me off. I had notes. I had this whole thing set up. You messed up my whole intro. But anyway, uh, she's a health promotions officer. With this. Can I talk about that? Is that okay? I should have asked you before. It's okay. We're here. <laughs> Wait a yeah. Uh, U.S. Uh, Public Health Services, um, and they. Uh, protect and provide. Um, uh, what am I reading? Hold on. You messed me all. You like threw me all off. It's all your fault. Okay. Look, Jay walked away, and uh, my uh, anyway. But yeah, she does that, and she's also a writer, producer, director, teacher, a mother, one of the best actors I know, and probably the best actor I've ever worked with. Uh, you can see her uh, the sketch comedy show that she created, entitled Sketchlings, is streaming now. The first season. It's streaming now on YouTube and social media platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, Devin Nikki Thomas is with us, and we're so happy to have her here. 
Welcome to the Neighbors Livecast. I um, you know, uh, am very excited to talk to you about your journey and your uh, your many many accomplishments. The IMDb page is looking looking real crazy right now, getting crazier. It's amazing, and um, yeah, I'm just glad to have you here. We're gonna get into all of that, but first, there are a lot of things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. And he usually says, what's going on, Dave? And then I say we're going to talk about it right now, but he's actually working. So um, you see Dave walking around in the background. But anyway, um, yeah, so. That was a beautiful intro. Thank you. Oh, well, yeah, you're pretty awesome. So I wanted to, uh, you know, let the world know. I mean, those that don't already know, because you got to, uh, you know, your legions of fans are, um, you know, probably watching this right now. So. Uh. <laughs> okay, no? Tremendous loss to 
you know, this whole social justice awakening and reckoning that's been that's been going on, you know, um, with the protests and the riots and the, you know, um, different things going on. Uh, also, of course, the pandemic, you know, which has uh, added a whole nother layer of, of uh, insanity to, uh, and just, just complexity to the situation, the things that's going on this year. We, uh, we have really, you know, dealt with a lot. And um, I, I wanted to bring up all that stuff just to kind of talk about um, the mood, like the mode of everybody's kind of, it, it seems like a lot of people are really on edge just because there's so much going on and so much coming at us, you know, at one time. Like how much more do you need? Right, right, right. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about, about relaxation, about recentering and, and calming. And um, uh, do you guys do anything to like like calm yourself and recenter like when things get heavy like that and i'm just gonna move this towards you a little bit there so that i think that's a great you want me to project or i could also project like okay i got yeah. you like this and then hold the mic like a rapper no I'm just go ahead yeah <laughs> we're good one two one two yeah so um bars bars y'all my bars are terrible I think that's a really good direction because we can focus all day. We can rehash what happened. We probably will talk about some of what happened. A little bit, but it's more we're more solution based here. So yeah. we want to talk about uh, what you guys do to and, and, I, and you specifically. Is there any specific ritual? Is there anything uh -huh. that you do to kind of balance yourself? Which is just, the problem. Okay, I you think, don't have anything. No, I think self care is is really really important, particularly right. for you know if you're tribe healers or if you're like. Um, really, really active and taking care of your kids and taking care of everything else and just carrying the weight of what's going on, whether it's a pandemic or what's going on. You know, we get just get shot. We get stopped and shot. Yeah, yeah. Hung from That's trees and sex trafficked and all of these things happen. Organ harvesting. You know, or all of these things yeah. happen. We watch the news every single day and it's, it's really, really important. It's pivotal. And um, I have not been doing that. So that doesn't mean that I shouldn't have been doing that, but I'm also haven't been as productive as, so from March to now, um, it's been really like we're, we're dealing with this shared trauma. And so I haven't been as productive as I would like to be, which causes anxiety, which yeah, exactly. Just adds to right. it's a cycle. But had I been doing self care, had I been taking my time to just say, you know what, I'm turning everything off and turning off my phone. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna look at what the numbers are doing for the pandemic. I'm not gonna do this right now. Right. I'm just gonna take a minute to just be present with myself so that I have something to pour into my son, so that I have something to actually try to be productive, to, to give something back to our community. Right. And um, so trying to turn the corner and change my the, the way that I'm thinking mm. looks like, okay, well, you know, we're gonna take this walk, it's gonna, I'm gonna. I need this time right now, so I'm gonna take this time right now. Yeah. I'm gonna take my hour bath and turn into a prune. I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, veg out. However, yeah. whatever that means. So whatever right. that means to you, it's it's really important. Um, yeah. Yeah. Self care is extremely important. Jay, do you have any rituals or any uh, any mechanisms you use to kind of recenter yourself and calm yourself and uh, just just dealing with all the stuff? Because I know. You know, you being, you know, with the church as a tribe healer, but also somebody who's involved in the community and dealing with a lot of the things that's going on, you know, it, it can get stressful and taxing on you. So mm -hmm. what, um, you know, what do you do? Or do you or do you have any processes, anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, I do 
daily rituals, you know, uh, prayer, meditation, um, yoga, stretching, movement. Um, yeah, I try to keep my diet consistent with my emotions. Um, so, I try, you know, yeah, but it's not like for no specific reason because things get heavy or because this situation happened. I try, that's just kind of like my approach to life in general, um, just maintaining it. Because I think the, the, the answer to every question is balance. Mm. And so I just try to approach life that way and implement you know, these things in my lifestyle, you know, regardless of the occasion. So when things do attempt to like rock you or throw you, you, know, uh, throw you off your square, you already have like a routine of balance so that it doesn't you know, kind of throw you, throw you all the way off per se. Um, so yeah, yeah. Just, just, da just daily rituals, you know, regardless of the situation. Just, you know, yeah, a norm. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, uh, yeah. you know, that's important. Uh, like they say, you stay uh, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So, yeah, that's yeah, so you good keep phrase, doing Yeah, well, you know, I do what I can. I do that mm -hmm. from time to time. <laughs> but, um, uh, Debbie, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, being able to point to your son. You have a son. And uh, how old is he now? Oh, he's he's a grown man. Right, right. I've been seeing him on he's the videos and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, um, so I know it must be, like, as a parent, um, it must be uh, an arduous task, I'm trying to say, you know, to, um, to kind of just help him, especially at 10, where you're at the age where you really – like he can really kind of take things in now more than, oh, than okay. being like a little kid and not, you know, so um, let's say, do you have any advice for parents who uh, do that or, or do you, is there anything specific that you do to kind of, you know, keep them up to speed but also not give them, you know, too much, to, more than you can handle or? Um, so I try to do things with them, fish, hike, go to the zoo. I try to do those things and like, if I don't know something, I try to look it up. So I try to keep it constantly a learning environment Mm -hmm. um, which annoys him, you oh, know, like yeah. if we will stop and look at bugs. And so what I'm saying is I try to use education and the things around us as a way to deflect from other things. Right. So we right. have training, we have like, um, police brutality training Okay. and it goes without saying that I don't think that all, you know, cops are bad. That's yeah. not what I'm saying here, but there is a certain way that you have to interact with the cop. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, to, okay, without getting into all of that, we talk yeah. about those things. We talk about what's going on in the world and how it's okay to have a difference of opinion, but right. this is what I think you are free to make your own, your own opinion. You're free to have your own like ideas. Right. Right. Um, this is like uncharted territory. So the right. whole yeah. working, working and, you know, homeschooling, well, it's not homeschooling, but like virtual learning is, is very um, challenging because some employers don't care. They don't. They don't get that. Like some. I mean, this is even before distance learning. Like right, some yeah. employers are just like, you gotta take your kid to the to the to the doctor, or what do you mean you gotta go pick them up? They just don't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like well, not everybody is married to their job. You know, this is a right, means to an right. end. You know, um, yeah, so yeah. some people that it, it was already a struggle being a parent and right, then having, yeah. you know being employed, thankfully employed, you know, gainfully employed, mm. prayerfully, thankfully, but at the same time, balance was already an issue. And now that we add this other element of trying to keep yourself safe, safe and trying to keep everyone around you safe, it, it's, 
times of struggle. Yeah, yeah. but you know, um, just trying to do everything to try to make sure that he stays engaged intellectually Definitely. and try not to cycle his questions. So I don't know if I have any advice because sometimes I'm a horrible parent. Okay. Sometimes I'm great. Right. But right, I think right. that's everybody. That's not. Yeah, that's you know, real. That's real. Sometimes yeah. I just don't have it. Sometimes there's nothing to pour. And as I mentioned, if you're not doing what's necessary to unplug and just kind of like take care of yourself right. and really tap into your connection to to spirit or whatever, grounding whatever, then yeah. how are you going to help connect anybody else? Exactly. How are you going to help ground anybody else? Yeah. So for months, you know, there was nothing to pour. Right, so right. I mean, he, my kid is super dope. You know, like he he That's just cool. is like it's okay, That's mommy. Cool. It's okay. Right, right. It gives you that leeway to be, you know. To yeah. learn and figure it out as you go too. Yeah. And that's so. I think kids are so intuitive, and even more now, I'm seeing a uh, a lot of kids that, uh, and and maybe it's I guess not that good. Well, uh, just because they've been through and experienced so much, and it I feel like so much more. We're growing up together. Have. You know, yeah, he and I yeah. have been. He and I have grown up together. Right. So right. It's been a a thing. Yeah, and and you mentioned something about um you know, uh, having differences of opinion and that being okay. And, and that's a great segue into, um, you know, I've noticed that uh, the world has been uh, changing a lot. Uh, it's been more divided, mm-hmm. I think, and our world and our country, and I guess the whole world, you could say, has been more divided, I think, than it's ever been in a time where unity is what really will, you know, help us get through a lot of the stuff that we're going through. And um, it's, it's nowhere more apparent than in the, the political scene right now, where like everything is, like I haven't even heard anybody talking about any plans or you know, it's more just like the hungry. other the other guy is bad and yeah. we need to you know beat the other guy and I, I mean and it creates a situation where like I said everybody's kind of on the edge it's that heaviness and then some of it is manufactured just of to course. keep people you know, uh, um, at odds so that, you know. There's a book called 1984, if you, I'm plugging it because it, it's a great, it's a, okay. you know, it's a classic. You know? Right, yeah, 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 I'll have to, um, uh, yeah. check that out at the local A lot library. of stuff that, a lot of stuff that's in the book is like, was this like, was this the script that we went by? Was this the treatment okay. for 2020? Okay. Anyway. Specific, yeah, yeah. Okay. It feels specific because you get used yeah. to a state of unrest. You get used to a state of um, chaos, and yeah. then you can pretty much do anything. Right, um, right, right. So that's that's yeah. But I mean, I, I feel like that um, that has kind of put everybody in this uneasy place. That's like everybody at any moment is ready to, you know, just. I, and so I, I was saying all that to say I had a situation um, last. Uh, I guess it was. Monday, um, and, and that's what brought this this whole thought about for me was I was going to Home Depot, um, Rhode Island Avenue in D.C. And um, as I was on my way there, there was a, a car, and he started out in front of me, and then for whatever reason, as uh, we were about to turn into the parking lot, he was behind me. There was an older lady in an SUV in front of us, and she was driving like an older person, extremely slow. And I don't know, that's 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 what ageism, because all <laughs> old people. Anyway, but uh, so she was driving really slow. The light was changing, and um, I was kind of like, "Come on, you know." But the guy behind me, it was a younger guy in the car, and um, he had made an attempt to go into the opposite traffic to go around us, mm-hmm. and cars were coming, so he had to jump back over. And then as we were going up into the parking lot, she was still going really slow. And so I noticed that he tried to go around us again. 
I'm like, he is really in a hurry. Come on, lady, let's, you know, get out of the way. So um, I went and pulled into my space, and he pulled up into the space beside me. And when I pulled up into my space, I noticed that there was a space closer across from where I was. So as I'm going to the other space, I noticed that he was getting out of his car, but walking up to my car, like, to address me and tell me, I don't know what he was like. First of all, if you're mad enough to get out of, like, if I'm ever mad enough to actually leave my vehicle, the other person knows why, you know, you know what you did. I was completely... I have no idea. I was like, was it the old lady? Like, I don't know. You know, I was with you. Let's get her now. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, and just like the anger, like, because, you know, I'm pulling into the other space because I saw a closer space. And that's when I noticed him. And like the anger in his eyes was like, I wanted, well, when I pulled into the spot, I sat there for a minute. And he stopped. And I, I don't know if he felt better of it or what, but he turned around and walked back to his car. But I was waiting for him because I just wanted to ask him, like, you What's wrong? No, 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 and that's not even the thing because it's so concerning to me because it's like, what if I was another at the same yeah, level? Yeah, yeah. yeah. then that would have been, you know, somebody would have died, or, and I'm like, or what if he'd have killed me and then been like, yeah, I showed him, and I still would have never known, you know, yeah. what happened. So it, it seems like, you know, a lot I mean, of people are at that level, and I don't know if it's a sign of the times or no, because it's just, been if you look you know, at gangster rap, if you look at gangster rap, right. And you look at Ice Cube, and you look at N.W.A., and you look at all these gangster rappers. What I'm, ter- you know, what okay. they turn coin gangster rapper rapping. These are people who are angry with what it is that they see and responding yeah. to the environment. So, what we now we have all of these terms for it. We call it, we call it road rage. We call it, you know, um, rap trap music, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right. It's just an outlet for what it, what's already been there. Yeah, you know yeah. what's already been there. I'm sorry that you went through that, and I'm glad that no, you I'm had a cool either. head about it. Yeah, yeah, and I really just wanted to talk to the brother, but he hopped back in his car and like sped away. I really just wanted to find out, like, bro, what's going on? Look, How old did he look? You don't have to. I mean, he looks younger than me, but I'm 40, so that doesn't really, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just turned 40 uh, in August. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. I, uh, yeah. We have a lot to talk about. We haven't talked, but anyway, um, but yeah, it was just like a, it was, you know. Um, you're coming from where I come from, and I hate to, you know, use that cliche, but, uh, you know, the cooler heads don't always prevail, and I've seen situations like that turn into something a lot worse, but I've also seen things, you know, cool down, but... The, Are you, have you, do you watch, um, Boondocks? Yes. So you know about stink meaner. Yeah, 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 and and the big moment. moment. Yeah, 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 and people yeah. have those moments and from time to time, but I was just so curious to know, like, what like made you that angry about the situation and then I ain't even I don't feel like I did you know I'm like did I, kind of, I really was analyzing the I situation think, like I think that it wasn't you I think that you were the embodiment of the thing right, was, you right. know like he's upset it's a lot to be upset yeah, about yeah there is and there, there, is. there we have no and, control over right. there's a there's a no perception of control Right, right. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? There's no, there's a pandemic. There's nothing you can really do about that's, it. That's there's exactly, yeah. Brutality yeah. in the streets. There's, you know, uh, like there's climate change. There's all of these things that's happening. As you mentioned, the things are heavy. You yeah, know, we just lost yeah. Black, the Black Panther. We lost our king. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> you know, like even as superficial as that may seem to some people, because yeah. no, you don't know him personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. all of these things add up to a lack of perception of a lack of control exactly and so i don't think that it was you yeah i don't think that it was you i think it was more 
you're a convenient target because you're the person that's right in front of them. It's like yeah, you know, and and that even more you know puts me in a position to be like I wish I could have just talked to them. It's just like, but and I don't even know if reason would have worked in that moment, but I wish I had the opportunity to at least give that a chance because I'm so like scared for people like that because mm-hmm. just because you of not only what they can you do, but and, and I mean, I feel it, but there's ways to handle it, and this is not the place, time, or way to because I mean. Even if there was a noble reason for whatever his, you know, issue was, that could have ended a whole lot differently, you know. And and that was my point. That's why I just, you know. So anyway, it was a crazy situation. Jay is, you know, uncharacteristically quiet about this situation. You have any? Because he's mad at me. He's. I don't you think he's mad at you. We can hash it out, brother. That's what we're here for. You're a healer. I'm a healer. Let's heal. I'm healed. Okay. No, so, I don't need to heal. It's just me. So my situation, though. <laughs> Nothing. Nope. All right. We'll keep moving then. Okay. Um, so I wanted to, um, you know, uh, we've been talking about some some deep stuff and like that. Like I said, that word heavy has been, you know, hanging around for a while. And um, you know, I even felt kind of uh, like last the last show that we did. Uh, you know, like you said, JT just came on to talk about her cupcakes, and we kind of got into this. Real, you know, heavy discussion. She was, uh, you know, uh, she was. You know, the cupcakes is heavy, man. She, well, it's she was, heavy uh, stuff. <laughs> she's a baker, and she was on. But uh, shout out to Monique Towns. Um, she, you know, uh, the conversation. She kind of, she really jumped in, and uh, you know, uh, had some incredible input. And I really appreciate her. She, she did uh, Eastern High School well. Uh, she showed that she, because she was uh, Eastern alum like myself. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to her. But yeah, um, you know, I, I feel like you guys are uh, socially responsible. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, I, you, you both have a, a, a level of depth to you that I feel like we can kind of wade into some, some, some interesting. I just want to ask a question. I'm trying to set it up so it's not too, you know. But um, so um, with everything, like you said, there's that feeling of that lack of control. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, should we even be trying to focus that focus our energy at this time, our time and energy on like changing some of those things that we don't feel just because there's so much other stuff like it's personal. There's like a macro and a micro of the situation. So like uh, the macro is everything: is social justice, is the pandemic, is police brutality, is 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 uh, people dying. You know uh, the 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 um, the mourning and the uh, the PTSD of like all the stuff that's going on. But then the micro is like everyday life is you gotta live, you gotta eat. People, you know, because of these huge these are uh, future these <laughs> larger issues like the pandemic, people are losing their jobs and things like that. So, you know, um, just for mental health, just for um, sanity, you know, how do you contain all of that and uh, you know, face it on a regular basis. I think that that's part of the self-care. I think yes. that's part of like the, uh, so for those of you that have, you know, you've done a residency or a dissertation or something like that, or a thesis, a big state, a saying that is common is you can't boil the ocean. So while mm. you see that, like, if you look at parts of Ward 8, there's, um, there's a lot of poverty, there's a lot of drug use, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues in our community. Right. That doesn't define our community, but when it comes to addressing it, 
you can't tackle it all at once. You have right. to take it piece by piece. You have to, you can't boil the ocean. Right. So yeah. saying all that yeah. to say that how can you first take care of yourself? Put your own parachute and, and, and oxygen mask on first. That's your self-care. Mm. That's unplugging when you need to unplug. That's taking your walk. That's doing your prayer, your meditation, eating right when you can, doing what you can and being gentle with yourself. Those are important. If you right. have a cheat day right. and you just feel like laying in bed and eating cupcakes, take your cheat day. Take your day. Mm -hmm. But you know what? You get like an X amount of days and then you got to get up and figure out what you're going to do next. Right. I had to address right. that because the self-care is important and I think that we all feel the need to do something because it's fucking crazy out here. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, but yeah. you're not able to pour unless you have your vessel full first. So that's exactly. first. Second, pick a project. Pick a thing. Pick one thing. One thing that doesn't mean you don't care about the rest of it. That doesn't mean that you don't want to sow seeds into other things. But I think if you're a, if you find something to put your energy into, right, that'll help kind of like with the self care because then exactly. you're not spreading yourself so thin. I'm not trying to you know boil um, the ocean, right? Not That's trying to boil the ocean. Analogy, and it, it's it's that doesn't mean you can't do more than one thing. That doesn't right, mean that you right. can't you know. But like. So your podcast and the work that you do, mm -hmm. that may be your way to help, right? right? Yeah, That's your yeah. way. You can go to a protest, you do whatever works for you, but you're right. not also like, let's look at the policy of why there are so many homeless in this area. And we have, like, if we can bail, mm, let me not even go into that. I was about to go into <laughs> the bailouts and if, you know, how there are different places that have eradicated those, you know, experiencing Homelessness, not eradicating yeah. the persons, but right, eradicating right. homelessness. Right. Yeah. If we yeah. if we are able to, if you can put in a liquor store, you can put in a grocery store. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. can look at yeah. policy. But what what gift did the creator give you to be able to help serve yeah. others? And let's really use that to make change. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The larger question was: Is it time for this? And I think that it's always time for change. Especially mm. in times of chaos, right? When there's a lot of dust flying. I think it takes vision to see when this dust settles, what is it going to look like? Right. And having a vision for what you want it to look like. So knowing that there's a lot of dust, knowing that we're in a place of chaos and change, but having the foresight and the vision to say, okay, so this work thing, if we're going to be working from home, okay, first of all, I see that my job can be done from home, so why... Okay, right. Let's. That's yeah, a whole other thing. Why wasn't it? Why, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see that you know, anytime, let's say anything happens with my kid, and he has to train from home, then what does that look like, and how do I right. need to structure my situation to be able to still have the creative space? Because I have been actually like like depressed without right, having right. without being able to create. So how? Yeah, do I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how? What does this look like? We're in a pandemic now, we're in change now, so what is it gonna look like two years from now and how do I prepare for that? Exactly. That's personally, but for the community, how can I use my gift and service to others? Because when you mentioned Chadwick Bozeman, yeah. I mean, there, you know, there's a there's a, um, a Bible verse that, well, a saying that goes, like, your gifts will make room for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they did and they do, definitely, but also definitely. he definitely, especially towards the end, used his gifts and service to all of us because he realized how important it was right, to, right. To, to show the gamut of images. I think being in D.C., I'm, I know I'm kind of, 
I'm gonna land the plane. I'm gonna land the plane. I got you. I got you. I'm right with you. And if you don't, we'll bring it in. You'll bring out the cones and give me the. Go ahead. So something about being in DC right. is that you get to see, just for lack of better term, better term, you get you get to see the crackhead all the way to the congressman. You get to see the full gamut. Sometimes the congressman is the crackhead. Sometimes, but, but but that's not. This is it. Kind of gives you a false sense of like everybody's on Atlanta right now, and they're talking about how great Atlanta is. And I'm sure Atlanta's great. I love you, Atlanta. ATL is it's great. But I grew up seeing this on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I was, I'm from the city. So, black people have always been dope. You know, like, y'all right, just figured right. it out. But anyway. Um. <laughs> uh oh. We got to bring the plane in. Oh, okay. Jay, she's crashing. Help. I'm no, not. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. No, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for, you but know, your insight. Yeah. And DC is dope. It's DC a great, is, it, it does yeah. give you, like, a slightly. Um, distorted perspective because you're used to seeing the whole game. Oh, that's what well, my point. That was my point. Was that was got you point. back too? Yeah, See, yeah, I told okay. you. I told you we were gonna so guide you back. The part of the issue, I think, is that um, when it comes to the images that we see and the things that we hear, uh-huh. what's promoted is not necessarily what's gonna feed us positively, and we don't we don't perceive we have the opportunity to make things that are nourishing because. What industry wants to see is, oh my goodness, no, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bite that bitch. I'm gonna fight her. That's what people wanna see. And so, Chadwick Bozeman, he gave us, he was like, no, this is important. This is important. Yeah. Because we have, we have Meteor Man, shout out to Robert Thompson. We have uh, Blank Man, shout out to Damon Wayans. We have, who else? Are you talking about black superheroes? Yes. Uh, Blade. Uh, Blade. Shout out to Wesley Snipes. Uh, 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 I mean, and it was a whole gamut of them before but, he did, but, but, but there was but a, you, you know, just named like four. Falcon and. Uh, but but I'm saying that's War like Machine. this many, and they yeah. were not like. We love them, you know what I mean. But yeah. when Black Panther came out, it was a different thing. It was a different vibe. Yeah, it definitely. was a different thing altogether because yeah, yeah. the. It was, it was a time when it was needed. It was, uh, you know, a message that was necessary, and I yeah. think, you know, it became. That's why. I, and know, I love, I love what the. I'm sorry, I should have mm-hmm. asked before I touched you. It's all right. No, it's good. You can touch me whenever you want to. Oh. Um, okay. So we'll talk about that later. Go ahead. No, but it's fine. Um, but I think that like I really enjoy the the the, the conversations and the the this this construct of like um, Killmonger, like if you had all of this and you saw that what was going on, do you have right. a responsibility? And I think that speaks to, this is it's a really good like conversation starter. Like if you're yeah, well yeah. off or if you're doing well, do you have a responsibility to other people? And that ties into your first question, right? Yeah. Is this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, I told you I was gonna land the plane. You brought it back, you it brought it back. It took three hours. We went around a uh, few times. Yes. We thought you were lost, but you. I did get lost. I did. I did. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I, and you know, like I said, I appreciate your insight um, on that uh, question there. That's what happens when it takes a while to get back to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It's great. Anything, Jay? What you talking about, Dave? Um, first of all, it's Willis, and uh, no, okay. I don't get it. See. I don't get the pass. Anika got it, Dave. Thank you, you Steve. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta like give it. Dave some some uh, self-esteem points. <laughs> Anika got it, Dave. Because Jay's not gonna give me no love, and, and Devin didn't get no it. Remember what you talking about, Willis? The way he said it. That's all. Anyway, 
the, the joke gets exponentially worse when you try to explain it. I've noticed that. Anyway. You're uh, a funny dude, though. I try, I try. I do, do what I can. Do you have writers on you? Let's talk. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about your writing? We're going to talk. Yeah, we got, look, I've got all of that. I'm going to okay. get to that in your interview, which we're about to get to because it is so, um, you know, uh, time is moving. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to um, talk about a few more things really quickly, if that's what I'm but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm open. I'm open but yeah, just because uh, a couple of new albums came out. Jay, I think the last time we were here, Jay asked me if I heard the Nas album, and I hadn't. I haven't listened to it. It is exquisite. It's a uh, vintage Nas. Mm. Um, it's, it's good stuff. Have you listened to it? Are you a hip hop? Yeah, person? I actually I haven't heard the album, but the last time I saw the last time, so he was on tour with Erica Badu. Right. Yeah. And I was there, and I was like, oh, lost my mind. Yeah, yeah. Lost all oh, of my man. mind. Yeah, Anytime, it's, yes. Yeah. I haven't heard the other no. It's dope, yeah. And it, it's like vintage Nas. It, it's a good feeling. And it's like, I think he kind of, you know, there are certain artists who, you know, especially in times like these, kind of have that um, that sympathy or that empathy to know just or feel the vibe that people need. And he's so they kind of supply doing that. Nas is always yeah. doing that, though. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's not like new. Right, right. It's right. good to get back, like, you know, a reminder, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, he's always been on, you know, like, yes, there's the guns, but there's also, you know, like, there's yeah. also the, let's talk about the tribal stuff, let's talk about the community, let's talk about these stories. That's yeah. the one thing I love yeah. about Nas, is Yeah, he's a dope storyteller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And there's another album that came out, um, I think it was, was it Saturday, Jay? Uh, Friday. Friday. And it was um, Detroit 2 uh, by Big Sean. Mm. Um, and someone at this table <laughs> had some insight and input into the recording process. And, um, you know, would you like to talk about that a little bit, Jason? Or? Um, yeah, man. I'm proud of Sean. It, it turned out because um, he's been, he's been evolving the past couple years, which is why it took him a while to drop another album. Mm. And uh, and how do you know uh, Big Sean, Jason? <laughs> Y'all are friends from way back. I- indeed. Uh, okay. Kinda, uh, in, a, in a sense, yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, man, I was just, I, w- I was honored to be a part of the process, you know, the, the conversations and um, the, the builds we had just about life. And, you know, it, it, it shows through you know, in the album. Um, to be honest, I thought the album was going to come out a different way, but you know, during the process of it, it kind of developed its own way. And you know, as an artist, you know, that's how you can write your script, but then as you see the actors, you know, uh, put inflection on certain words, different scenes, like it kind of turns into its own uh, body of work. And that was uh, very similar to uh, to Sean's project. Like, yeah, I'm real proud of him. and. Um, I'm more proud of him as a man uh, addressing, you know, his fears and his, you know, uh, you know, his higher and lower self. And um, yeah, he's just he's just doing a good job as a man. But it's kind of cool that the art comes out pretty dope. Congratulations to you. That's dope. Thank you. That's like a big deal. Like you could. He's like trying to. He's like. Yeah, yeah. He's downplaying it a little bit. He's. well, I mean, uh, well, it's kind of like, cause, like, I don't want to take his shine, cause he's so great himself. Like, he deserves all the act. Like, he's he should be the, cause you know he has a team of people, but he is a perfect uh, head head figure. 
you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because he, you know, he, he keeps it 100 with himself. And, uh, you know, he honored a lot of the things that I felt were important. Mm. Uh, and, his, you know, someone in his position. Uh, like what? Well, you know, just certain uh, uh, ideas and concepts that I thought should be brought through him. Mm -hmm. Because you, you could hear Nas talk about something or hear, you know what I'm saying, something, but specifically from him, I wanted him to address a couple of topics uh, to his fan base. Mm -hmm. And he honored that, and he didn't have to. But I think, you know, as a man, he felt it was important also. So it wasn't me like, you need to do this and do this. I think, you know, after our conversations, he basically was like, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. this, do this does need to be said. This does need to be addressed. And, you know, I will honor that. And so, like, yeah, I, I got nothing but positive things to say about Sean. But kudos to you for actually, like, having the, you talked about forethought and, like, and vision to be able to say, hey, man, why don't you look at this? Yeah, and, and yeah, and kudos to him for even being welcome, you know, of welcoming to those. Because I'm sure it's a billion niggas every day in his ear, like, yo, nigga, you need to do this. And, do this and this should happen and you know and so I, I know he gets that all the time but to actually uh you know spend time one-on-one -on -one, you know uh going over what i felt was important i was like oh shit, really so uh yeah, yeah you know being in the studio and seeing his process and you know in comparison to to my process and the artists that i work with you know just so it, it was uh I think it was beneficial for all parties involved. So his fans, him, you know, his team, himself, me, you know, it's, it's just a win-win. You I know have two follow-up oh. questions. Uh-oh, okay. One, oh. one um, so can you correct me if I'm wrong? He did some music for a show called Teen Titans Go, right? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm very familiar with Teen Titans. I so there's some, of, there's some, like, so Teen Titans has some bangers on it, and if I'm it not does. mistaken, I think Big Sean was one of the um, like musicians. Yeah, one of the contributors. And I don't know. I've, I've watched almost every episode of Teen Titans. <laughs> I, and I think I would have uh, recalled uh, hearing Sean. Maybe I'm tripping. The second question, just to keep it moving, because I know he has an agenda, and I'm sorry. What is your process? Because I'm not, a mu like, I'm, the music thing is like a, mm -hmm. a different, a whole new world. <laughs> Okay. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? Um, that was. That so, Jay, the question was, <laughs> what is your. <laughs> uh, uh, talk about your process a little bit. Well, it varies because I deal with so many different artists. So, uh, so let's talk about you specifically because you just dropped a, a mixtape, right? Well, album. Yeah. An album. I'm yeah. sorry. It's, well, it's music. confusing because it's called a rap tape, but it's an album. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, you dropped the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And so your process, your creative process. But that particular project isn't the standard because I wrote every every one of those tracks in three days. So that was 17 mm. tracks. I wrote in three days. Wrote 17 tracks in three days. Yeah, but it, yeah, I was just going through a thing, but. Uh, that's why some of them are just one word. I didn't know why. But no, I mean, so my process typically is like I'll, I'll take the music and learn, have the song ready, and then go into the studio. Okay. And then okay. just to record, because you know I ain't trying to waste studio time. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like once I pay for my block, yeah. I'm knocking everything out. Like everything's getting done Bruh, in this eight hours, nigga. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, Sean's process is he just listens because we we would go into the the studio with Hit Boy, and Hit Boy would just play tracks. Mm. Then, you know, Sean would just kind of, uh, 
he would just kind of like freestyle just to get his format or get the framework of the song, get, you know, like the uh, cadence that he wants. And so he would just like freestyle. And I was like, oh, because, you know, in the studio, they got like the regular studio mic. Yeah. He would always request like like a performance mic like these. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do with that? And so you know, but he just used take it that. back to the yeah back. Yeah, you know. Head. And I was like, oh okay, so it's, there's no right and wrong in, in processes, but nah, it was just nah. cool to see his process um, in, in comparison to the artists that I work with all yeah. the time. So yeah, man, it's, it's just cool, man. Like he's he's a young king out here. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. I think I did find it. Okay, and so you did special big Sean? Oh, don't do that. Cut that off for me. <laughs> they'll cut us off on Facebook. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah, they'll, they'll uh, cut us off on Facebook. I'm it's doing all terrible things. But yeah, we'll listen to it after the show goes on. Terrible. But yeah, terrible. Terrible. Know, cause they will block us on Facebook if we play copyright and stuff. But um, okay. yeah, we don't have that terrible. kind of money. No, it's cool. It's cool. You didn't know, and now you do. So um, We didn't know better. You, exactly. You exactly. do better. There you go. So with that being said, can I talk to you for a little while? Can we just have a conversation, you and I? Me. Yep. Uh, uh, I was about to say, but I was like, I probably shouldn't do that. I don't want people cutting their, um, their TVs, well, their computers off. Anyway, um, hi, how are you? Hi. Welcome to the Neighborish Livecast. This is what we do every Monday. Yes, how exciting. It's so great to have you here. I appreciate you uh, coming through and hanging out with us. I want to talk to you uh, some about um, your day job if that's okay just sure. just briefly just real quick a few things just because there's so much going on and where you work is so tapped into that mm-hmm. that uh i just want to know um first of all like we don't hear as much about coronavirus and the whole pandemic like it's still on the news it's not like the first thing they talk about and it's like the the the, the speech of it is like kind of winding down if you noticed it and so in your opinion is that warranted is it uh Listen. COVID is still here. Like it has not gone anywhere. It hasn't gone anywhere. So viruses all exist on a bell curve, especially if it's not something that the human population has encountered before. That's why this is novel. So something like, um, uh, Oh, so when they say the novel, that's what it means? Yes, it means it is something that's new that we haven't experienced and that's why we have, that's why it's so scary. It's not something something that we've experienced, right? So. Coronavirus are like a family of viruses. I like to say it's like, you know who's in your family, right? Let's say you go to a family reunion. You go to a family reunion, right? Uh And you know everybody in there, but then a cousin comes that you've never seen before. And you know he's a cousin because he looks just like you, right? So he's in that family, but you've never seen him before. Mm. You don't know what he's going to do. You don't know if if he's the crazy cousin. You don't know. So think of it like that. So coronaviruses... When you get the common cold, sometimes mm-hmm. it may be a, co- a coronavirus. It's not COVID, which is what we're dealing with right now. Okay. But um, coronaviruses are family, and this particular member of the family we've never seen before. Wow. So that's why okay. it's attacking people the way it is. And because of that, yeah. um, you know, and because it attacks your lungs, it attacks some people in the GI system, right, meaning right. like some people have like diarrhea, vomiting things like that and some people are having strokes and because we don't know how one person is going to respond to it and we don't have the capacity in our medical system in our healthcare system to accommodate what happens we should be taking it we should have taken it more seriously yeah it doesn't mean that life is over that doesn't mean that you know okay everybody's panicking go to a bunker but 
my opinion is that had we taken more uh, preventative steps up front, mm -hmm. you can start to ease up later. It's like putting in the work early. It's like, yeah. um, the, what is the story? The ant and the grasshopper, one of them worked, 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 and soared for winter, and the other was just like, Chilling. Okay. Have we done the work more? Oh, work? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm that's not the story. That is, that's it. I'm thinking. But like, it. you know, have, if you do the work up front, yeah, yeah. you're going to be the, there's going to be spikes and there's going to be um, valleys. There's going to be peaks and valleys yeah. when it comes to any type of infection. When mm -hmm. it comes to any type of virus. But if you do the work up front to prevent transmission, you give our healthcare system a chance to catch up. Right, so that right, that's really right. so viruses have to work their way through the system. Hmm. They have to work their way through a population, or you find a way to eradicate it. You find a way to kill it. Right. And because vaccines are a way off, a ways off, unless they are rushed, that's a different conversation oh, yeah. altogether. Oh, but um, so what can we do then, right? So if yeah, we don't so have a vaccine, the, yeah, that was my next question. I was going to say, um, so. Um, you know, uh, your, the organization that you work for has been at the forefront of combating COVID uh, in the U.S. and also educating the public about the procedures and steps to limit uh, exposure and mm -hmm. the spread. So is there anything, you know, any information, any new information or anything that you, you know, wish the public knew more of or anything like that, something that you can kind of share? So I work in the United States, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an officer in the United States Public Health Service. It's right. one of seven uniformed services in the U.S. So right. five that people normally think of are Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, and um, oh, Marines. Yeah. And then there's two other branches of, that are uniform services. One is under National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. Uh -huh. There are officers that serve in that capacity. And then there's the United States Public Health Service. And well, it's we, pretty much just you, right? It's just me no, doing just everything. No, 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 <laughs> no. There's it's, it's a whole lot of us that are that we serve in a health capacity. So we right. have. Um, engineers, we have doctors, physicians, PAs, I'm a health scientist, we have um, med, med techs, we have uh, uh, ophthalmologists, anything that you can do in a healthcare structure, we have that, and then okay. we serve in a health capacity. Okay. So I, I think that if there was um, a better effort, there should be an effort to uh, disseminate helpful information to the public. Right. And that's not throwing any shade to any administration or anything like that. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I mean, right. I can't legally, you know, I can't do that. Right, and then right, I right. don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a low man on the totem pole. So right, right. a lot of the politics, a lot of things that go into disseminating information, I'm not privy to. Right. What I can say though, is that, um, okay, so that was then, what do we do now? What we know right now is that, you know, along with flu season, we may want to prepare to um, figure out how to prevent the spread, right? Yeah. Um, so that means continuing to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. That works. That helps. Um, wearing a mask works and helps. And I'm protecting you because you don't know what I have right now. And you're protecting me because I don't know what you have. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. you know, in, in a lot of well, areas, all, all I have is the heebie jeebies. So. That right there is, though, crazy, though. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The heebie jeebies, you know, they stick to you. They don't go nowhere. It's like glitter. It is. It's like glitter. That's a good point. You Go know? ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't no, no, no. It's to interrupt you with my terrible joke. Go ahead. I thought it was cute. Oh. Yeah, you get that, right? That's yeah. cool. That's yeah, yeah, that's the okay. Um, but yes, yeah, so the things that um the things that Fauci are saying, you know, mm -hmm. wear your mask because it it protects you and it protects me. Um, you know, it's not fail proof, but it's something. That's what we have right now. Right, right. Because if you think about it, we get the flu shot every year, or lots of people get the flu shot every year, and there are still instances of the flu. Right. You know why? Because the flu is a family of viruses. Influenza is a family of viruses. Right. And by the time we come up with a vaccine, 
it's matched to last year's virus. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it's a virus that Yeah, so that you're saying there's no reason to get the flu shot with That's not what I said. Get your flu shot. That's, I didn't say not to. I'm saying it, it still helps decrease the severity and the longevity of the virus. If you were to get influenza um, and you have your flu shot, it's going to decrease the severity of it, you know, okay. and, the, and the, 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 the time that it takes you to, for your body to um, overcome to deal with the virus. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, thank you so much for that. I don't want to talk too much about that uh, that part that, of your. Is there any other questions though? Like I can answer questions. If I don't know, I'll provide you with some information because I, there's a lot of misinformation about COVID. There is definitely, so, and that's why I you, when we started the show for the past, like. Uh, since it all started, I've tried to give, you know, on the shows like everything I could find on CNN and yeah. um, the World Health Organization's uh -huh. website and stuff like that. I'll, you know, give statistics and stuff like that to try mm -hmm. to, so yeah, where that thing go. And if, yeah, if you want to send me something or anything like sure. that, we can always disseminate as much as we can here because, you know, our um, our seven viewers would like to know. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I do want to talk um, some about your, um, your calling, your life career. Mm. Um, Ooh, child. Yeah, so um, I want to talk a little bit about, and I want I want to go back to 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 where it all began, and I want to talk to you about um, where you first recognized that you were a performer beyond being an actress. Like I think that when you're performing, I think all of us at this table have, mm -hmm. have worked in like uh, you know entertainment to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's like a gene. It's like a natural thing. Before yeah. you even know what uh, uh, the word entertainer means, you you know the kids you know performing for your family members mm -hmm. and things like, or in your mind making whole you know shows or albums or whatever the case may be. So do you remember kind of the, yeah. the inception of that? I do. Um, so I'm gonna say in elementary school actually I was maybe maybe six when someone saw it in me. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that I like to talk and I like to tell stories and I like to, to, to perform, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a performative part in teaching, so I like that mm -hmm. too, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I was maybe five or six and someone was like, I want her in a play. Okay. Right? And my great grandmother made me a costume and everything like that. Yeah, oh, wow. like it was a whole thing. It was That's a whole cool. thing. That's and cool. then. Um, Do you remember what the play was? Oh man, it's uh, Andrews <laughs> Elementary School. Shout out. And Beers. Oh, I yeah. know. It's, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I know it's people from. <laughs> yeah. You, you um, know, DC, you, do you know? Uh, Lil yeah, Lil like, no, you know, but, Pookie. He, yeah. he tall now. He used to be Lil Pookie, but now he's Big Pookie. Now he's Big Pookie. Well, he's now he's just Pookie. He's just, just Pookie. Pookie. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he got you know, a son that we call Lil. Accident. No, I'm just Shut up. I can't. <laughs> but uh. Um. So there was so maybe five or six, but it didn't really like click that this is okay. This is a part of what I'm supposed to be here to do. Right. I was maybe like. Um. I was nine when I was like. It was either gymnastics, dance. Okay, so the story goes, I wanted to do gymnastics. Okay. And my parents were like, gymnastics? You got gymnastics money? We, not, <laughs> we will put you in dance. So right, right. I, I, they put me in the DC Youth Ensemble. Oh, okay, Shout out okay. to uh, Carol Foster, Ollie Scott. Uh -huh. um, and then DCYE at the time, they teach everything. So I learned a little bit of tap, jazz, ballet, modern, step, vocals, and drama. Nice. And she said to me, if you would just focus, you would be a halfway decent actress. And that was nine, nine or ten. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it was right, just, right. that was just.
was just so I think Spirit has told me that like my purpose is to use it for other things. Mm-hmm. The, the the this vessel enjoys the performance, enjoys right. you know, I I think I'm supposed to be working with kids. I'm supposed to work with children. Okay. Um and use theater as a part of that. But okay. my what I want is is to be on Broadway, to be on in front of the the camera, to direct, yeah. to write. That's what I want for me. Really good at that too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to say that because I'm sitting right here. Well, no, no, no. But I say it even when you're like, you're, like I said, sincerely, you're one of the best actors that I see. Like, I remember, um, and we're going to get into it because we, you know, we work together on um, East Coast Grow. Yeah, that I was remember a great sitting and watching you and, and Theo, mm-hmm. like, do scenes. Theo and I would friend. be so lost in just your performances because it was so real and in the moment. And that is a great segue to my next question, <laughs> which is um, you're an extremely expressive and emotive performer. In your opinion, uh, does that come from training or is it like natural talent? That, that brings that? I'm going to go back to Will Smith. Okay. Um, talent, he says, is something that you, you have, and then skill is something that you do, the hours that you put on top of that. Okay. And so ah, I don't know whether I have talent, but it's something that I love to do. Acting, theater, being, talking about plays, talking about film and the nuances, talking about performances mm-hmm. and being inspired by it, color choices. Oh, that's great. That really captured the moment. Lighting, all that. I could talk about that for hours. I would do that for free. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I guess that you can consider that skill. Mm-hmm. With that being said, well, technical side, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I love like, um, I love learning about it. I love right, doing right. it. The playing, yeah. I love playing, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess that would be, I don't know if it's innate talent or not. I don't know how to, I don't know if it's innate talent. Okay. I think that there's something okay. there. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. like something, there's definitely. a seed that was already there. Right, and then, right. you know, my parents had the opportunity to help me explore it and just say, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if that answer your question. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if it's a sufficient answer. And that's basically, you know, you say you're not sure if it's. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Some people don't want to say I don't know, so they feel like they have to, but that's fine. No, 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 that's I just, a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm excited right now. I'm excited right now. Like thinking about talking about plays and right, talking yeah. about scripts and really like developing characters and what so, goes into it. Yeah. Emotive and expressive. I think that um, I'm as I get older. Um, on the one hand, the insecure part of me as an artist is like this window is closing, but the mm-hmm. rational part of me is like, no, no, no. You I can do this the forever. Art. Exactly. I create the art. And, exactly. and I, it's it's here. It's something that 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 I have been given, right? right? Yeah. Um. So it's just it's it's kind of like trust activity. You know, the trust activity where you fall back. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you just decide to fall, yeah. and then things come out of you that you didn't know were there. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's uh. It's kind of awesome. it's kind of yeah. yeah it's kind of where I am right now. Just figuring out like. Okay, so I spent all this time building this car. We've been to training. We've done this thing. Training is ongoing. It's not like a, oh, I did this thing, and now I'm done with it. Training is ongoing. Just like you learn every time you go to the studio, and, oh, this is the new technology or whatever, and you mm-hmm. learn, you know, Every time I, uh, you know, go to McDonald's, you they're like, oh, they added this thing to the French fries. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's new, new sauce. It's yeah. a new sauce. They got a flurry now. Wait, yeah. okay. Sorry. Delicious. Where's the McRib? I'm a vegetarian, so I don't. But I'm just thinking, oh, okay. like, the new, like, it's a new, right? Yeah, right? well, no, the grid's been out for a long oh, time. Sure. But anyway, go ahead. I was just, I'm, again, I'm sorry, my 
Uh, no, I'm excited, so I can, I can rap about this. Oh, okay. Well, well, since you're rapping about it, you and I have spoken before about um, uh, the importance of, of, of training, of having an education in the discipline that you, you know, that you, you know, love or plan mm -hmm. to do. And um, your your training, uh, I would I would say you're a um, classically trained absolutely actress because yes, you've been like you know. Uh, the British American Drama Academy, and was that, that so? I saw pictures on your social media of you in Europe somewhere. Yeah, you? I studied. So this is the same the Shakespeare Theater yeah, and all that. Yes, this is absolutely the same program that Chadwick Boseman went to. So oh, the story okay. that's out right now about how Denzel Washington paid, paid for, for him to go. go. Yeah, I went there and had a magical ass summer. Yeah, yeah, magical. it was dope from from your social media. It looked, you know, pretty dope. I bro. mean, it was yeah. just I already love Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Um, it's just the language I love. Oh, I love Shakespeare. Was Shakespeare black? Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, we hear that. You we think hear. he is? I, you think he was? I, I think that there's a lot of black people in history that don't get credit for being black. That's right, what right, I think. Right. Um, but I love Shakespeare. And so I had five weeks to just play with the language and just, you know, kind of like figure out where I fit in all of that and just. It was amazing. Do you feel like you found your place in all of that? Do you feel like you found where you fit in that world? In classical texts? That's the thing. It's only, so I don't know what working in London is like, mm -hmm. because you know there's a lot of film and theater that happens there. Right. But here, anytime that I'm like, I love Shakespeare, they're like, hmm, okay, she'll be nurse number one. No, no, <laughs> I would like to audition for Juliet. Right. Oh, well, what are you going to do about your hair? Well, what's wrong with my hair? What's, right. what's wrong? Oh, I'm not the right color. That's what you mean? Oh, at the time, I so had What are you going to do about your hair? Why? Yeah. Oh, no, I had several people. Like, when, I had wow. dread, when I had I had locks for 13 years, and people were like, yeah, so what are we going to do about this? What, what, you know, as if it's something yeah. that needs to... Be done about. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I didn't have that experience there. It's just like, okay, can you say the words, are you the right age? Like, right. are yeah. you the right, like, yeah. you know, okay, maybe not Juliet because she's a, she's 14, but you can play Ophelia. I think you can play but, 14. But, but my point being, I didn't have the same yeah. type of restraint. Yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. like, can you say the words and can you give me what the character needs? That's dope. But they, but if, if I were, you know, from England, if I were from London, if I were from the UK, it may be different, but being an American over there, it was just like, can you do it? Right. Okay, you can do it, all right, let's go. Okay, So that's dope, that's dope. But you also, you know, study with uh, the Studio Theater uh, Acting Conservatory. Shout out to Joy Zinnemann. And Serge Sidon. Uh, I was excited when I saw the Upright Citizens Brigade. Kate Dudley. Yes, you see me, that was so fun. And it's, it's uh, you know, comedy, right? Mm -hmm. They're comedy based. And, I already knew you're like you're you have impeccable comedic timing. Like I Thank watched you. it, you know, uh, flourish and East Coast grow, and then the other stuff you did. Like I said, you have, you have a pretty you know extensive um, catalog of work. Thank you. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty impressive. But yeah, so comedy, the same kind of uh, the same kind of question. Do you think it's something that's that's natural? Do you think comedy can be? I think that's even more mm. of a natural thing, just because some yeah. people have it and some people don't. I would right? say I would say that. You can learn how to be better at it, but there are people that innately have comedic timing. Right, right. You know, I yeah. think I've, um, I think I've found a lot more my voice 
in writing comedy. Mm -hmm. I like dark comedies. I like um, dry comedies. Okay. Of, oh, if you think about Jim Carrey, a lot of his slapstick he uses a lot of physical comedy. Right. That's great, but that's not the type of stuff that I write. The stuff um, that I write is a little more like um, off kilter. Yeah, it's, it's like a little more like the Coen Brothers, right? Mm -hmm. like, you know, that yeah. a little more subtle. There's yeah. nothing wrong with either kind, but just you know, it's helped me as I think as an artist figure out like where I want to sit. But yeah, I think that it's kind of like something that you have. It can be pulled out. It can be like, okay, this is how we do this. But I mm -hmm. think there's some people definitely like, you know, are funny. You know, little right. kids that yeah. are funny as hell. Exactly. Yeah. They're four yeah. and like hilarious. Right. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Timing is, uh, you know, some people have it and some people. You're funny. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your writing. Yes. Let's talk about how funny I am. I um. Uh, a man walked into a bar. No, I'm no. not gonna. No, but so before we talk about that, I would like to talk about your. Do you remember your first role, the first acting job, your yes. first official first acting official job? Official acting job. Yes. yes, I was in the ninth grade. Okay. Um, first paid job. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, yeah. Let's go with the money then. Yeah, that's the tenth grade. I think maybe it was tenth grade. Oh, so what? So I changed schools, right? Okay. And I skipped school one day and went to uh -uh. my old school. Mm hmm. So I went to a performance. Don't skip school, kids. Don't, don't skip school. Stay in school. Go to school. Okay. What I'm doing, was, what I did was not okay. But look, um, so I went to a performing arts high school, right. and then I changed over to a science and tech school, like a tech, like a, like a more academic, rigorous school. Right, right. And I was like, but I miss my theater. Right. And so I, I skipped school, and I went and hung out, and they happened to have auditions that day. Okay. And so I actually got offered the role. <laughs> I got offered the role. And you weren't in that school anymore. No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> but no, but this was like it was like um, recruiters came. It wasn't at the school. Oh, it was okay. Like it was for something. Yeah. yeah. And okay. so um, I had the most fun ever. And then there what was, was the like, role? I don't want to say because then you can look it up and, and see me at 14 years old looking crazy. Yeah, that's know? that's what. So we'll talk about it after. The Anti-Defamation League, they did these interactive videos. Oh. And, you know, it's kind of like a choose-your-own thing. Oh, okay, okay. And so that was my very first paid gig. And cool, I didn't cool, know cool. that it was paid initially. And so they were like, okay, so now we need you to fill out these forms. And I was like, forms for what? <laughs> they were like, so we can pay you. And I was like, pay? And, 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 and they did that, like, I mean, because were you able to, didn't you have to have, like, the parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. It was completely right. legal. It yeah, was completely was like legal. Like, my parents were involved. <laughs> okay. They, right. they had to, you know, they only filmed when it was um, not during school hours. Like, it was it was completely legal, and they did, shout out to the Anti-Defamation League, you know? Right, yeah, and, um, yeah. That's your first role. Cool. Yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. it was um, so much fun, long, long hours, but I learned a lot about, yeah. Yeah. okay, let's reset. Okay, so I learned a lot about everybody that. safety back to one. Yeah, you know, you know but, what uh, I mean? yeah, yeah. I did that when uh, I did uh, which completely ended up on the cutting room floor, but I did some background stuff for uh, House of Cards, mm. and just being there like with David Fincher and uh, 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 what's his name, uh, that guy. Yeah, um, I can't say his name. No, I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, it was just it was such an ex uh, an interesting experience, and a lot of people. You know, we were there from like uh, the call time was like six a.m. and we were there till like maybe three a.m. That you know, just doing shots and we did it the entire weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we did that. And 
by the last day, like a lot of people didn't show up. People mm-hmm. were, you know, because these are people who just wanted to, I want to be in a movie, but you know, like it's such a, a pain of, of the process. It's a lot of work. That like just seeing the whole thing, just being there was such an amazing experience that I was there, you know, the something, whole time, getting on people's nerves. Something that I learned <laughs> though is that, um, so the coverage will be on usually the lead guy, right, right yeah. first, Makes if sense. you do. If you, I'm sorry. That's a whole different thing. We're not going to go there. Like the coverage will be on the guy first, right? And then, yes, yeah, so you're going to play, right? So let's say the camera, this is your close, this is your title, right? Mm-hmm. So the camera's on you. So I'm going to give you something to feed off of, mm-hmm. but I, like, I'm not going to say when I first started out because I haven't broken into where I want to be. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to say first started out. But one thing that I've learned is that, yes, give them something. But when I say I was going hard, I was giving everything, every single take, even when it wasn't on me. And then yeah. I would be exhausted. I would be like yeah. spent. Yeah, you so know, and so having that um, that wherewithal to know yeah, when like to give it, give something, yeah, and like yeah. give something so that you have something to react to. Right. But um, you don't. It's like um, running a sprint every single time. As you know? opposed to you know, yeah. Yeah, but right. that's something to learn. That's yeah, the great information. So, do you have out of, out of your body of work? Do you have a favorite performance? Something that you look at. I look back at it and say, I really nailed that. Because uh-uh. I don't like watching the stuff I do after I do it. Okay. I watch it for like technical things and like, um, it's like I like I don't like hearing my voice. It's weird. Okay. I know he doesn't either. To each his own. Yeah, yeah, he's been very uncharacteristically quiet today. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, yeah. I but tried to have some topics that would draw him into the conversation. And Jay, uh, you okay down there? Excellent, brother. Okay. He's ready for me to go. Okay. And that's, and that's love. That's love. That's what that is. Yeah. So um, let's talk about Sketchlink. Sketchlink is a sketch comedy series. Yes. So what is the idea for Sketchlink? First of all, what is Sketchlink? Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Tell um, the world what it is. Yeah. So Sketchlink is a sketch comedy series. It's completely uh, ignorant. And um, <laughs> I just, you know, I wanted to make some stuff. I wanted to use my voice, find my voice, dig and figure out what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. Um, actually my son came up with the name for it. So we wanted oh, to incorporate great. this idea of sketching, so drawing. So there's a cartoon, there's an animated element, element yeah. to it, to which Dave, Super Dave has contributed. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's written yeah. a couple of, um, a couple I'm a writer. Of he yeah. is, man. His shit is funny too. Well, yeah, I do what um, I can. But yeah, I have all of these ideas, all of these things that like I find funny, and it's like, right. well, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? Yeah, and so I just yeah. and that's exactly where it comes from, right? Yeah. It's just like a moment, and it's like, this would be hilarious. Yep, it would be hilarious. Yeah. And so yeah. you write down the, my process would be like, if it makes me chuckle, I'll make a note of it, and mm-hmm. then give myself enough of the backstory, like, um, for example, me and my son are working on one right now, because okay. he writes too. Or he, he develops concepts, and yeah, we yeah. go into the writing part. Okay. But um, where uh, what if? So it's like customer service based, and horrible, okay. how how horrible customer service is, and how they still expect. Anyway. Yeah. We're still without giving it all away because that's yeah, yeah, don't steal it. Yeah. No, it's, well, here's the thing. I'm not as I'm worried about it, but I'm not as worried about it because the ideas are here and here. So. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you got that one, but. Sketchlings and sketch comedy series um, is short um, sketches that are filmed. Um, some of them are animated. 
but they're all between one minute and I think the longest one is 10 minutes. So season one was 15 episodes and four of them were animated. Right. Season two will be 10 episodes, which 15 is goddamn too much. Like that's a lot to do bulk production. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we'll do maybe four animated, six live action. And then mm-hmm. one of the, um, one of the sketches is going to get its own six, six part spinoff. So. Oh, so yeah, you've already planned the spinoffs. Yeah, we, we were supposed to start. Well, the the difference will be where it streams. So Sketchlings is still going to live on um, YouTube. Okay. But the spinoff called The Workplace. So episode three of Sketchlings season one is called The Workplace. Uh-huh. That is getting its own six six episode spinoff that lives on Instagram Live. I mean, right. um, IGTV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We're still going to be doing it's 16 dope. episodes, it's yeah. but it's going to be slightly different. And the timeline mm-hmm. is going to be a little different. Okay, okay, understood, understood. I see uh, you mentioned your son and how he's contributing uh, to the sketchlings process. Is he, does he have aspirations to, to act or write or anything of that, you know, um, as, as a career? I, he's definitely funny. Okay. And I am trying to not push him like I teach mm-hmm. him things you know about like when we're having a conversation if we're on camera if we're, if we're reading scenes right. you make eye contact right, right, right. you know what I mean like I teach yeah. him I teach him what I know about acting and I teach him what I know about filming right. you know because he's there and why not involve him in the process if this is the life I explained to him you have a mommy that's busy right. and so yeah. you are important to me you're the most important th- thing to me but this is the thing that I do and so, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do? Because you can sit over there and read, or you can help me hold this camera. What do you wanna do? Right. So yeah. he he wants to be a botanist. So whatever he oh, wants to do. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, like he he goes between. I think I wanna be a chemist because I like to mix potions. And I was like, okay, well you can do that. So like to mix potions, not whatever. <laughs> whatever he wants to do, I'm here for. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm here yeah. for. He definitely, I think. Um, he gets it though if I tell like we had my, my son was in three of the sketches one called who's the parent another called um, Donkey Kong and the other called uh, parenting yeah. and he basically two of those he like wrote oh, okay. okay. so I mean if he wants to do it I'll support him definitely um, and he definitely like it's a long ass day and He's tired. I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. And he'll, he'll get it together. He's slumping and pouting, but then when it's time to reset, he's like jumping back in there, and it surprised me. Yeah, so yeah. I don't I don't want to say yes or no because I want him to make that decision. Right. But if he wants to do it, then okay, let's let's. This is what. Do no, it, you yeah. cannot. I understand you're tired. I understand. We got to get. Right, right. What do you want to do? And that's you know yeah that's work ethic. So that's a good thing. You know, instilling in them. So that's definitely awesome. So um. Do you have a favorite episode of Sketchling so far? Um, so the one with him, I think my favorite one is, my favorite one with Isaiah, who is my son, um, mm-hmm. is, it's called Parenting, and that's the very first episode we shot. You okay. can tell it's the first episode we shot because the lighting is not great, the sound isn't great, but it's the very first one. It was the first right. thrust to, yeah. this is what we're putting out. And then, okay. you know, he was great. He, he did a lot of improvisation that was funny. That worked. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Because the kids, the improv can go, can go a couple of different ways. Hilarious. Um, 
for satirical pieces, I think the Black Delegation. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. He did a whole song about watermelon, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that improv? Yeah, I, I wrote some little lyrics. Right. And then, um, shout out to the cast. Yeah, yeah, you got made, a great cast. They, they just hilarious elevated people. it and it turned into a song. Right, that's, that's dope. That's dope. So, is this um, uh, under uh, Unitivity Productions? Yeah, it's under okay. Unitivity Productions. Okay, and is that your? That, yeah, that's my production company. Dope, um, dope. So like under that, I'll produce your stuff. I'll you know direct your stuff, right. um, and we'll figure it out. It's it's like if you can do any, if you can, if you know project management, you can produce. Okay. It's okay. not to oversimplify, but that's producing is a lot of stress. It it's a, a lot, lot of work. Yeah, yeah. But um, if you apply project management principles, you can do any event. You can do any. Yeah, I'm horrible at project management. That's why I let other people produce. I, I don't. I don't know that to be true. So I don't. Well, I'm challenging, so okay. it's <laughs> But yeah, so um, I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, kidnap you here for too long. But I do have a few more questions for you, if that's okay. Sure. Okay. Um, there are a lot of people uh, who want to do what you do. Um, you know, uh, to um, the acting, you know, to be an actress or uh, an actor. Do you prefer either? Uh, I call myself an actor. It just depends on who I'm talking to. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, because I was trying not to say that because I mean a lot of people don't like to. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm also a doctor, but I'm not. I don't call myself a doctoress. So no, I don't I understand do. why we have this. Well, you know, there's just some people feel a certain way about it. So you don't. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So uh, but you know, people who are looking to get into the business, you know, uh, do you have any advice for for young girls? Young the babies, the, the babies. babies who are looking up to you with their bright eyes. You look up to me. Bright eyes and you know, just like Miss Thomas. What should I do? What should I do? Um, yeah. I think this is kind of hard right now because we're in a different type of environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I say training. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people that don't think that that's the way to go, but I mean. I, I I always, you know, I lean into, you know, like, go find someone that can help you learn how to do what it is you want to do. Right, right. Um, even if that's one-on-one -on -one coaching or um, going to a conservatory or, you know, like, I, I just, if it's taking improv classes, I, for me, that's what I would suggest. Go take a class and see if you like it. Right. Um, you know, get into it, go do a play. Go do a local play, a community theater play. Um, do you, because um, I know you do theater and, uh, you know, non-theater. Film? Film. There you go. Yes, that's, that's what it is. The thing with the camera. The thing anyway, with the camera. Um, uh, first of all, did you see Hamilton? It's awesome. I really enjoy it. No, but um, uh, do, do you prefer either or uh, do you like one better? They're different. It's like kids. It's like, you know, you're not supposed to have a favorite child, right? You're not? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Jay, don't you have a favorite child? Like, I know you have two kids. No way. Didn't y'all heard you say job was, no, I'm just playing. No way. No, um, no. But, uh, so I think theater is special because it's a real, it's a real relationship with the audience. So whether that's improv or anything that's uh, like long form improv or short form improv, mm -hmm. uh, if you want me to go into the difference of that, I can. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can if you like. Okay. Short form improv. If you've seen Whose Line Is It Anyway, it's like games, improvised yeah. games. Long form is it's just to simplify. It's like when you put those games together to make scenes. 
So improvisation can be the basis for sketch comedy as well. Okay, that's just a a little primer on that. But like, um, yeah, man. What were we talking about? Oh, private shit. Shit, that's crazy. Just um, so there's a very special relationship with the audience. You know what I mean? You can see what work it, what works, and lean into it, or lean away from it, and just um, to be a generous partner on stage. If it's Mm -hmm. something that's on you, but something I did got a big laugh. Do I want to lean into it or do mm. I say, no, this is Dave's theme. So let me just, let me not shrink, but be more supportive. Right, right, and right. I think that it's a generous, a generous partner that says, okay, well, nope, this is mine. I'm taking my time. Yeah. Cause see yeah. now you are hanging on my every word. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. film That's though is, is special too. Cause you get to, I don't know, I like them both. Okay. I like them both. I don't have a preference, really. Okay, so that's the, the answer is not, you don't have a preference. Not really. After, after all the unprofessional you know. I know, I told you, I told you, man. I told you I could rap about it. I told it's, you. No, no, it's, yeah, it's your passion. It's, uh, yeah, you rap about it. It's awesome. So, um, there's a question that I ask all of my guests. And I always enjoy the answers that I get. It's usually very introspective. Um, and it's, um, if you had the opportunity to talk to a younger version of yourself, mm. uh, maybe a 12-year-old Devin. If with you lots of hair. In, get in the time machine and go back. Mm. With all of the wisdom, everything that you've been through and everything that you've gained in 2020, I mean, and you know, throughout the years to, to you today, if you today could go back and talk to her, and give her some insight, give her some advice. What would that conversation be like? Do you want a deep answer? Uh, I, want, you I, want want a, a, I want a, a Devin Nikki Thomas answer. I want you to, you know, do okay. what you do. So I think a lot of us, the way that we react to the world right now is because that person inside of us is still there that hasn't healed, that mm-hmm. hasn't grown. And so I think it's worth it to say, that person is still there. That little kid is still there. And mm-hmm. whatever hurt they sustain, so scientifically it's called adverse childhood experiences. Okay. And it leads to negative health outcomes, right? Uh-huh. So those things that hurt inside you, you can find ways to help heal. That's a deep answer. I'm just, that's just the surface of the deep answer, okay? Okay, that's the surface of the deep answer. The surface, okay. We haven't even got it to the depth. What would I say? Um, I would just love on her, man. Tell her to do to really like trust herself. Okay. And I would encourage her and tell her that, um, you know, she can be what she wants to be and to kind of lean into what makes, what sparks joy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what would I tell her? I think there would be, it would just be a lot more affirmation, a lot, a lot more like confidence building. Okay. Cause what happens if you give kid like confidence what happens yeah 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 because that's you know um childhood is is a lot of childhood is is building confidence or uh, either building confidence or um building the opposite of confidence or the lack thereof so Mm -hmm. and and that's you know evident in what you um you know come out to be and and, you know so so yeah that would be interesting if you you know if you had the opportunity so do you feel like that was something that you you lacked you know, uh, as a young girl, the confidence? No, I still don't have it. I'm like faking it. 
And I'm, you know, it's some, you know. Okay, so is Devin, Nikki, Thomas, your biggest role that you play now? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> like learning to love who I am, to be true to who I am, and, and just be okay with not knowing who that is, or not knowing, yes, like, yes. what that looks like. I feel like since you've been there, though, since I've met you, though, like, you I, know. But I don't. I, like, there's a place that I want to go, and there's a thing that I want, and I just, you know, it causes a great deal of anxiety. And so this part of my life is being comfortable where I am and creating where I am and just being thankful. And, mm -hmm. you know, like knowing that what I need is here. Mm -hmm. It's not out there. It's not, I don't yeah. need you to tell me that I'm dope. I have to think I'm dope. Like that's right, nice right. that you think I'm dope, but I have to think it for myself. Exactly. So if I went, if I went back to, to little Devin, it would be, to really, really work with her to say, okay, you are enough. Yes. You are, there's something special in you that can be grown. And I think that's that's true for all of our babies out here. Yes, you know, yes. There's never too much of that. Yes, yes. There's definitely too little of it, but there's never too yes. much of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah I think, um, you know, that speaks to uh, the initiative that Jay and his, uh, and the community uh, leaders that he works with, um, since you know the reason we call the show neighbors is we're actual neighbors mm -hmm. and um uh you know there was a young man a couple uh, about what was it two months ago now jay fourth of july fourth of july yeah um a young man was murdered uh, behind us is uh, 11 right yeah yeah and so and and, and for since what? that moment and for what? yeah it was, it was over some foolishness but since that moment um there has been more of a concerted effort and and jay has always been at the forefront of that effort but he's gotten more um support now and people are kind of it's like even the people who uh weren't seeing and you know i don't want to speak too much out of turn about it jay you want to you know kind of talk a little bit about that initiative and uh and what you guys have been doing since since that time um i mean it's not real you know, in depth or deep, you know, we've just been organizing and mobilizing um, our community because um, we feel like we've lost a sense of family in our community because, you know, we was coming up, you know, everybody was doing their thing on the block, but, you know, we always had respect for, like, the elders and, and the kids and, you know, we, uh, we recognize boundaries on, you know, our street activity and the just the livelihood of the community that we're in. We feel like that has been lost with a lot of the youngins. And, you know, because it ain't really no OGs on the block. And so we just made it, you know, OGs mean, you know, male and female. It's just, you know, when, when we was young coming up, the OGs on the block wouldn't let us do what they was doing. They would encourage us to go to school or go to football practice. So, you know, don't do what we doing. Whereas though now that sentiment has seemed to shift it, where it's like, yo, they, the, the quote-unquote OGs seem to have the, the sentiment of like, come do what we're doing. And, you know, that's problematic. So, you know, we just, you know, I don't want to glorify or, you know, anything that we're doing because it, it's like, it's, it's the work that we were born and led to do. So I don't, you know, it's not really uh, this, this great thing per se, but it's just a concerted effort. We're just trying to, uh, very much like the Panthers, we try to provide services for our community that the community lacks. So we're just trying to stand in the gap, per se. Mm -hmm. And it's been successful thus far, so, yeah. Your yeah. level of humility is through the roof, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, it's Talking about how you were instrumental. That doesn't, this is not taking away anything from Big Sean's talent and his, his changes that he's doing as a man, but you had a role in that. 
And so to downplay that is like crazy. And then you're talking about how what you're doing to uplift the community that you see is missing leadership and is missing something, is missing community. The community is missing community. And you're talking about what you're doing to help it. We can complain all day, you know what I mean? But that's how you're using your gift to give back. And like, I, I, I understand you're not gonna big up yourself, but like. Oh yeah, that's why well, I made him talk about it. Cause you know, he'll be, you know, and I mean, it's certain things that he'll be passionate about. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely, yeah, I, I see it the way you see it. That's it is crazy. a big deal, and yeah, it is a, a big deal. It, it is a huge thing. Well, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm just honored to even be in a position to do anything. So, you know, it's, it, yeah, it really ain't about uh, praising me because, you know, uh, I have instructions. I, yeah. I've come, you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm doing what I feel I'm called to do. So it's like it's, it doesn't. You know, and, and I guess the uh, the reward comes from people participating, like people coming on the field trips with us, like parents uh, trusting us with our, with their children. And uh, even in regard to, to, to Sean, you know, I, I'm just humbled to, to you know, <laughs> just, just be in that world and go to those studios and them, and you know, to be considered like my ideas and thoughts, and then you just actually hear it come out. It's like, oh, so it's like, yeah, I don't, I guess uh, all that to say that the praises are through the actions and through the work. Right, like, I don't, right, yeah, right, right. So it's not like, oh, I'm doing this and this is happening. I'm popping, son. It's like, nah, it's like, you know, <laughs> just, I'm just happy to be in a position, you know, and, and uh, I guess uh, Sean's favorite song, which ain't even on his album of mine, is called Bigger Than Me. Mm. <laughs> and that's like, that's my favorite song of his. And like, that's very much how I feel, man. It's, it's, it's way bigger than me. I'm just trying to, to do my part the best that I can. I think that's so I think that's so important to like have a sense of service and a sense of like like using your gift and service to others and finding actually much more fulfillment in it you know because it's great to get the praise and you know you got the you got your car you got your whatever those things are great to have people recognize you recognize your name those things feel good but to actually change lives that's the work to yeah. change yourself and then to be able to use what creator gave you to change other people or at least plant the seed to do that that is like yo that's like i feel like i feel right now like like going to go make something i feel like going to go paint i'm dead serious i feel i feel very like i need to go like paint or write or something because i feel very like that's dope you know what i mean that's dope yeah yeah well uh with that being said uh, we're all gonna go write some stuff and then create it. No, but uh, but before we do, I do want you to talk a little bit about um, how the Black Love experience uh, last week and how oh. the thing went. Um, it went well, man, because you know this was the first first year we did it virtually, uh, all online. Um, but I guess what we were concerned about is because typically the reason we do it year in and year out is that it is actually healing, mm. and people leave physically affected and uh, motivated and inspired um, to, uh, to strengthen, you know, and do nation building things, you know, on, on a uh, micro level, like doing personal adjustments to their lives. Ah, thanks nice for bringing back my micro macro, my you man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, so, so it was an honor to hear and feel the response of, of the virtual experience had the same effect on people and how they felt and how they were inspired and what they 
walked away with and, and actually the, uh, the tangible changes that people have, have made, you know, uh, because of it. So mm -hmm. it was, I heard it's going to air again. I don't know when, but uh, yeah, so it was, it was definitely successful because of the, the effect of, of the healing effect of it and yeah. the networking, you know, people are able to network with people all over the world. Uh, so that, that was a, a positive about the virtual experience of it, of, of actually having people all over the world online you know, watching something at the same time and having exchanges and conversations about how they felt, you know, the panel discussions and the workshops and the performances and the global vending market, you know, of all of these brands all over the world, you know, all under the umbrella of just like, we black and we dope. Mm. And uh, so it was success, Dave. And I think it's gonna air sometime again. I just don't know when, sorry. Yeah, well, you know, keep us posted and yeah. we'll definitely uh, check it out when that happens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it went really well. And uh, and as for the uh, the monthly, is that coming back? The, we we the probably we probably will bring it back because uh, a lot of people have been asking about it. Um, so so we'll see, man. Because it it be a lot on my plate, man. And yeah. I be trying to you know I be trying to maintain my balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, important. It's important. But it seems to be um, again it seems to have a positive effect on the community. Mm -hmm. So that in itself puts it back in the conversation of it happening. So right. even though it's a lot on my, on my table, I mean, a lot on my plate. Um, no, the plate's on the table. We get yeah, it. indeed. <laughs> but you know, a lot of the, the, the hesitancy be like, man, it's a lot of work. But then what balances the hesitancy is that the actual healing effect that that event seems to have on the community, especially because it's in our community. Mm -hmm. yeah. People are yeah. always very vocal about how much it helped them or they weren't feeling that good that week or that day and that you know, rejuvenated them. So it's like, it's like, God damn, now I gotta think about, you know what I'm saying, how to make this happen. Because again, it's, it's bigger than me. It's not just something that I'm doing. It's, the, you know, the, the moving forward of it is really dependent upon of how it's affecting the community. Right. And it seems to be affecting the community in a positive way. So mm -hmm. looks like that's just going to keep happening, Dave. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. So yeah, he does. Uh, so what it is? Uh, the Native Tongue Open Mic. They do it the last Friday of every month. Good job, Dave. Yeah. And uh, uh, they did one. I don't know if you saw the clip on my um, Facebook where I did the stand up. Mm -hmm. That was that was at. That, uh, oh. Yeah. So it's here in this space, and uh, it's usually pretty. Uh, Pretty good. They did some virtual ones for a while when uh, when everything was shut down, and so they just got back to doing the uh, the the live in person ones, I guess you would call it. And uh, yeah, it's always a great experience, and like you said, it's always a great vibe and a great feeling, and you come away feeling that same feeling like you were feeling. That's what I always get from live performances of yeah. any kind, from music to you know to plays to anything. It's always like I want. I gotta go create right now. You know. <laughs> And so, yeah, that's that's always the vibe that you get from it. So, um, yeah, well, once it's set up, we'll put up all the information so you guys can come check it out. Um, I want to thank everybody for checking us out today. On behalf of myself, uh, my co-host, DC's native son, hey. Jason, and hey. the incomparable Devin Nikki Thomas. Thank you. Thank you guys for checking us out. Yay. And please have a great week. Check us out next week when our guests will be um, Dr. Martin Luther King. No, we can't. We can't pull that off. No, I don't know I don't if think we can. So. Maybe no. a hologram. Well, I don't even know if we have. Do we have the budget for a hologram, Jay? No. Okay. 
So uh, we're gonna do something. The fruit fit will be back. Fruit fit will be back. Fruit yes, fit. our resident feminine energy will be back with us. Uh, we've been missing her, and uh, yeah. Get well soon. Yeah, yeah, well she's soon. working on it, and uh, as the old um, Southern people say, Lord be it willing, and the creek don't rise, she will be here. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. So check us out next week. You guys have a great week. Peace. Peace.